This is the Chunk Podcast, NFL edition, week 11. Welcome. You you found your way here somehow on the internet. I don't know where you got to, but uh, you clicked something. You might have clicked the wrong link, but before you go, before you X us out and never think, hear us again, maybe stick around for like five minutes and just see what's up, all right? It could you might actually like something. And if well, if you if you like the NFL, you somehow found us. So we're talking NFL week eleven because we skipped week ten because I disappeared. I literally left the country for the entire week and, and now back. But uh, I'm Justin Doyle. JJ Mitchell's on the line here, man. What's been going on with you? Not much. We just got the first snow of the season up here what? in the freaking cold uh cold lands of New Jersey. Is it like 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 visible snow or did it just like kind of like a soft sprinkling is it like packing down or what uh we had we had a couple inches but then it warmed up and melted so it just got sloshy and wasn't fun to drive through but uh made it home so that we could connect with our uh chunk nation out there the chunkers the chunkettes the, the chunkaroonies whatever you want to call them they're here we're glad you guys are listening and we're excited to get into a Pretty wild uh, week 11. Uh, it looks like a lot of these games are going to be pretty difficult to pick, and I actually haven't officially set my picks in, so as we go through this podcast, I'm going to jot down a note on each of these matchups and uh, and let you know who I will officially be picking, and it'll be on audio. It'll be here forever, immortalized in audio, so we can go back and, and, and watch as I go over. I don't even know how many games there are. 11? I don't even know how many games 14. there are. 14. Oh, it's uh, seven games. Wait, there's only seven games this week? What do you mean? Well, well, it's 14 teams. Six, seven, eight, nine, oh, no, 10, it's 14 11, games. Sorry. Thir- 28 teams. Thir- that looks like we got 13. There's, I think there's one extra team. There's a lot of teams on bye weeks uh, this week. Staying old bye weeks? Yes. And uh, luckily, it's not really affecting my fantasy team, except for Josh Gordon, who has been a pleasant surprise. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I've got him on my team because I need him after losing Cooper Cup last week. <sighs> That's a sad day for me. I know a lot of people who are playing fantasy football. Cooper Cup was away for from injury. He had a, a pretty a couple concussions back to back, and then he comes back, has a decent game, and then last week uh, tore his ACL. Not a great look for your fantasy team. And uh, luckily, I'm pretty deep at wide receiver, except for I'm still waiting on whatever the hell's going on with AJ Green and his toe. He's having some toe fungus issues, turf toe, and uh, and now I have to sit here and wait for this man's toe to heal to save my season. But let's just get right into it. I mean, we we obviously we missed week ten, but there was quite a fit or quite a few things that happened last week. I know your Jets took a uh, a beating from one of the best football teams I think I may have ever seen, uh, the Buffalo Bills. What the heck was going on last week? Oh man, I I uh, you know I was already on the fire Trump or fire fire Trump fire Whoa, bulls hey. train, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, it really kind of solidified it, and, and I just. When they hired Todd Bowles, and McCagnan did not hire Bowles, by the way. The the owners directly hired uh, Bowles. Um, they, they touted him as a defensive guru, mm. but the teams have not been great defensively in his entire tenure. Um, they only gave I think up. this year might actually be one of his best years defensively, but you know they got, they got burned by Matt Barkley. Yeah, they only Dude gave was, up. They only he was gave sitting up on his couch two weeks ago. Yeah, and they called him up and he wrecked him. They only gave up forty-one points. That's not a lot. I mean, you can oh pretty much gosh. keep pace. It was right? one of the most embarrassing games <laughs> I've seen since the uh, 
butt fumble Thanksgiving game. I don't know. Um, was it as embarrassing? It was. was it as embarrassing as the Thursday night game last week for the the Steelers just putting a whooping on the uh, the Carolina Panthers? That was pretty embarrassing. I think it was worse because the Bills haven't scored very many points at all this season, and uh, they put McCown in there because uh, Darnold was in a boot and. Uh, McCown was not able to do much better. Um, I thought he would. I really Jets, thought he would. I, I mean, based off it, last season, he had a pretty good connection with, at least, I mean, Robbie Anderson wasn't playing, but I, I thought he was pretty decent, at least be able to take some shots, but he's no Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, no, there's no Fitz magic, uh, magic there. I like McCown. Um, I think he's a great backup mentor, but um, the Jets just, they need a whole bunch of stuff, and they need to start with, Hiring a new head coach. Yeah, as I think there's a, a, quite a few teams that could use a new head coach, including the Green Bay Packers. But they did get a win last week and uh, uh, against the Miami Dolphins, and they are playing this Thursday night. And, and they, if by the time you're listening to this, the game may have already happened. But uh, the fingers crossed, the Packers won that game. But uh, we'll just get right into the Week 11 slate. Actually, you know what? One more thing about last week: uh, the New England Patriots came out and laid a turd against the Tennessee Titans. And if you look at the Titans' wins this season, there's some pretty good teams they've taken down, even though they've, looking, they've, they've looked pretty mediocre for times, like a good chunk of the season. They, they seem to be coming into their own. Their defense seems to be ki- finally clicking. Uh, I was really surprised by that. Um, I mean, just like pretty much everybody else in the country, um, except for maybe the Titans. So, yeah. um, you know, they may they may make a, a late season run here into the playoffs, which would be really interesting AFC wise. Um, and the other thing that happened in the the AFC this uh, past week was the Le'Veon watch is over. Oh yes, Le'Veon Bell is no longer going to be playing in the 2018 season. Yes, which is good for me as a Connor owner in one of my leagues. Uh, I'm glad, and I, I didn't own Le'Veon Bell. Uh, and, and in our league, I think Lynch had Le'Veon Bell and Connor. He could officially drop Le'Veon Bell and move on with his life. But I think this is the best possible outcome for people in fantasy football because had he come back, it would have been a train wreck for for anyone who owned either of them. Um, I don't think it would have been a, a pleasurable situation. But now, now the talk is where is he going to go next year? We could do a whole podcast on Le'Veon Watch, where you think he's going to go. But I know you're, are you, you, would you welcome him with the New York Jets? Oh yeah, I fully expect the Jets to be in the Le'Veon sweepstakes. I mean, he was he 26, 27 years old. Yeah, just looking for that that fresh three to five year contract. The Jets have a ton of cap space this year. Um, if they pick up in the him up in the free agency, you know, grab maybe a new center. Um, and a wide receiver, uh, we could be, we could actually be cooking, maybe. All right, yeah. I mean, well, that's if Darnold. I mean, Darnold's got a year. I mean, he'll have the off season to, to get his crap in order. But I mean, it's been an up and down season. Obviously, it's a rookie year, but yeah, I think he'll he'll come back next year a little bit better, which is what you can yeah, all, all you can ask for. Yeah, I, it may be the homer in me, but I, I, you know, Darnold certainly throws a whole lot of picks, which gives you flashbacks to the Sanchez days. But you know, he just he does make a lot of really smart play extensions he's he's looking at you know and making these crazy throws that you know nobody else in the past 10 years for the jets have been making so um he 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 does seem to have that x factor i think and um it'll be really nice if you know maybe he has some support and play calling that can help him um 
you know, ball out next year. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're already looking to- looking towards next year. So, yeah, hopefully in the offseason they can get their crap together. Uh, moving on to week 11, we're just going to dive right into it. Speaking of the Tennessee Titans, they're taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, in Indianapolis, what do you what do you look to see from this game? It looks like in the standings, the Titans actually have a one game lead on the Colts, and they're only one game back of of the AFC South like division. Like they, there's a chance, there's three teams. All three of these teams have a legit shot at, at coming away with it. Even though I think the Texans are probably the better team in the AFC South, but if the Titans can put together a couple wins and knock down the Colts, I think that they got a, a decent shot. And in this game, they do have a chance. Yeah, I picked the Titans to win this. Um, I kind of viewed this game as kind of a toss-up. Both teams are doing kind of like quietly well. Um, The Colts have, they're on a three-game win streak, and the Titans are on a two-game win streak. Um, And I, I think I saw somewhere that the Colts were kind of bragging that they haven't given up any sacks in the last six weeks or something like that. Yeah. Um. I think it really comes down to the fact that the, I think the Titans have a better defense than the Colts do, and, and oh. I guess I just see them coming out on top. I agree with that, but I, I don't know why I picked the Colts in my brain. It just feels right. Andrew Luck's coming in. Uh, Marlon Mack has looked pretty good, even though last week he didn't really have much going on for him. And I, Well, I mean, they played the Jaguars, who's even though they're a bad team, their defense is still pretty good. Um, isn't that what they played? Yeah, they played the Jaguars last week. They won by three. Um, I think they can take down the Titans. Uh, the Titans, to me, I have a trouble picking when they're going to be good and when they're going to be bad. And usually when you think they're going to be bad, they're good. Uh, I don't know. The fact that they have a reasonable shot in this game makes me think they're going to lose. So that's the, it's a horrible explanation, but I think I'm going to pick the Colts just, just for that reason alone. Uh, up next, we have – what you got one more one more words? You got some more words? Uh, no, I'm uh, I'm perfectly happy with with the all those words. not talking about the Titans or Colts anymore. Okay, good. I think everyone else is probably happy to not hear about it anymore. So let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, going to the Meadow Meadowlands, right? They're, they're New York Jets, New York Giants, New York Giants. Yep. right? that's it. MetLife Stadium, MetLife Stadium, and they're taking on the New York Giants. Who with? I mean, it's again, it's Eli Manning versus uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. This is. The QB matchup of the century. Uh, who do you who do you got taking this one? Um, I actually. Oh, hold on, my dog's got. Ooh, my dog's got something to say. Sounds <laughs> like that dog is a Ryan Fitzpatrick fan, and I think if well, he's okay. He's now taking care of the dog right now. This is what happens on the podcast, everybody. But. <laughs> so I'm thinking, if I'm gonna pick, I might as well just say it right now. I think I'm gonna pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just think they're more explosive. I think Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick could probably down this defense pretty easily. Are you back? I think I think you're back. I'm back. Okay, I just went on to Babylon uh, while you were taking care of the pup. I think the Bucks are going to win this game. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick pulls out some magic against the. I mean, it's the New York Giants defense. I really don't think it's spectacular. And in, if it becomes a shootout, even though they do have Odell and Saquon, I think they'll both do very well in fantasy for you. Um, in a shootout, I'll take the Bucks. I don't know why. It just Fitzpatrick in a shootout just smells good. Yeah, neither of these teams really have a defense. Um, I I actually picked the Giants though. Um, gave them that home field advantage. They did beat the the 49ers last week. Um, the the Buccaneers are on a three game lose streak, and the last team that they beat were the Browns. Um, so mm. neither of these teams is very impressive. 
Um, both of them have some pretty great skill players. Um, I guess I, I just, uh, you know, I have a little bit more faith in um, Saquon and Odell Beckham than I do uh, the the Fitzpatrick train at this point. I think we're going to see some vintage Deshaun Jackson in this one. I think he's going to go for over 100 and score two touchdowns this game. I think he's just, he's, he's dude, he lives for torturing the Giants, and I think it's going to happen again. Uh, I, I mean, I, I have no problems either way. It's, uh, you know, I don't want the Jets to be the only sad, sad team in New York. Yeah, it's not looking good for either of them right now. But, I mean, the, 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 as a fan, the best thing you can do is just hope for some sort of shining light, which I guess for the Giants would be Odell and Saquon. Definitely Saquon Barkley. The dude's amazing. Uh, moving on, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are burning, like, the the hottest flames of fire I don't even know. I, I I don't understand how or why, but in the in, again, if we went back to the preseason podcast, I thought they were going to be butt cheeks. And uh, right now, and they, to be fair, they started off the season pretty shaky, but I think they've rattled off like I don't even know five straight or some crap like that. They're just burning through people. Yeah, they uh, beat the Falcons, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Panthers. Who I mean, they shellacked the Panthers. Yeah, um, it was ugly. But by the way, I, I I do have Christian McCaffrey in that game, and I think I was playing you last week. And I got to tell you, yep. Even though they had an awful game, Christian McCaffrey did not have an awful game. <laughs> he looked awesome. I mean, he was just rushing, grabbing you know passes on the out routes. He was just burning them up. He's, but he's never you know, off he the field. He could not manage to put the team on his back. Yeah, well, I mean, fifty. He can only score so many points. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I, the Steelers are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think we have to talk much about this one, even though the Jaguars' defense is their their best asset. Uh, the Steelers are the, the uh, to me offense wins out over defense in a, in, a, in a game where I think if if the Steelers scored. 17 points they would ease they, they would win by you know three I don't I don't think I don't think the Jaguars are going to score more than two touchdowns in this game no I also took the Steelers and I think I honestly think it's safe to say at this point of the season that we can call the AFC North for the Steelers I, I just I don't see the Bengals coming back the Bengals have a harder schedule going out uh these last six games yeah. and um I just don't see the Steelers slowing down. I mean, they're just wrecking people. Yeah, I agree with you there. And I, I mean, I thought the Bengals would be better. I definitely thought the Ravens would be better. But yeah, I mean, I, I, the Steelers are just too good right now. And, and barring injury, obviously, you don't want to see that happen. I mean, if if, if Roethlisberger went down, things would definitely change. But it, I mean, this is where it's at right now. The Steelers are are insane. So yeah, I think we're both. I think everyone's in consensus that the Steelers are going to walk away with this one. Uh, and speaking of Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is going to play. It's it's the Carolina McCaffreys versus the Detroit Lions this weekend in Detroit. Um, the reason to me the reason why McCaffrey did so well, and obviously it, it's in the statistics all season long, they cut C.J. Anderson because the dude was he's a veteran running back who was doing pretty well, but he never saw the field. Christian McCaffrey's snap count is unreal. The dude like he comes off. I think he, he's on the field for like ninety six percent of the snaps. He never leaves. Which yeah, is he's a machine. Ultimate conditioning, and he he really can do it all. And I thought I had worries about him um, early on in the season. I didn't I didn't draft McCaffrey fantasy football wise. I didn't draft him because I thought I didn't think he could be an every down back. And and he's proving that wrong. He did bulk up, and I didn't realize that in the offseason. He bulked up quite a bit, 
and he's still super fast, super you know jumpy. The dude can he can do it all, and I and I'm super glad he's on my fantasy football team right now as we make that final stretch of the playoffs. That being said, I'm still picking the Carolina Panthers. I I, I just we just I just splooged all over Christian McCaffrey. I can't not pick him. <laughs> So I'm picking the I mean, Carolina Panthers in this one. The Panthers definitely have some disappointing games this season, but they I, I think their resume so far is a lot better. And the Lions, I mean, they did beat New England and Green Bay, um, yeah. both both decent teams. But I mean, it, there's a big there's a big difference between you know Matt Stafford putting the team on his back with Galladay um, and the entire you know, Carolina offense and defense. I just, it, I saw this, this kind of as a toss up almost, but the, the Panthers are more consistent winners this season. So I'm taking them. Yeah. And despite getting blown out, I do think their defense is better than, than what they showed on Thursday night. Um, And I think, I don't, the Detroit lions are, are in a weird spot right now. Stafford hasn't looked good for a few weeks now, and I'm trying to figure out what the issues are. I don't get it. Especially now that Tate's gone, it's like it's it's it hit another low, like another level of low. Carry uh, on, Johnson has looked pretty like pretty good for a rookie running back, and it looks like Marvin Jones Jr. may actually be sitting out this game. So literally, all you have to do is just just bracket freaking Galladay, who isn't really super spectacular, but he is probably their best. He is definitely the best wide receiver. But all you have to do is stop Galladay, and the whole offense is going to struggle. It, it, it's just stop, just stop Galladay and stack the box. It's over. I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty easy win for the Panthers. Yeah, and you know that the the Lions overall um, coaching wise don't seem to be very impressive in the way of um, adjusting and game planning. I, I mean. You saw that first game against the Jets. They just yeah, it, they've lost to some really bad teams this year too. So. Yeah, I, I just I forgot about that first game. You're you were on like sky, you were sky high, man. You were on cloud nine. It was like the great. You thought this was like Super Bowl season, right? I I mean I thought <laughs> it was a great start to what was a promising, uh, young talented team. But clearly, clearly, that was the highlight of yeah. this season. <laughs> like, good thing they got out of the way early for you. You know, just, you could just be happy. And then uh, you were undefeated at one point, so that's pretty good. Uh, moving on, the Dallas Cowboys are taking on the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. This one's a, a pretty tough one to call for me. I've had trouble picking the Cowboys all season long. I've had no trouble picking the Falcons and being disappointed. I don't know why I keep doing it. but And I'm going to do it again this week. For some reason, I just can't bring myself to pick the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, even though they're they're on the up and up, they got Amari Cooper. I think the offense is rolling a little bit better. Dak Prescott has been playing much better than he started the season. Um, I, I, but I just I can't bring myself to pick them. It's going to take me one more failed pick, and then next week I'll start picking the Cowboys. But I, I got, I'm going Atlanta Falcons on this one. You know what's crazy is that both of these teams only have four wins. Yeah, that is weird. I don't, well, I mean, for the Falcons, it, I think they had higher hopes, but they're they're not out of it. They're far from out of it, but. It is weird. It's been a weird season for them. I mean, the Falcons lost to the Panthers, the Buccaneers, the Giants, and the Redskins, whereas the Cow- Cowboys have beaten the Giants, Detroit, Jacksonville, and Philly. But it seems like Dallas is able to beat those mediocre to bad teams, but yeah. you know they haven't been able to step up against these good teams. Well, the question um, is, is Atlanta a good team? Like, I mean, I, I think they, 
I think they're pretty good, but but they keep showing that they're not. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to show up in this game. I think. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, they have Maddie Ice. They got. They got. Uh, you know. They got Tevin Julio. Coleman, you got your boy Julio and they Jones. Got Julio Jones. I think and this game. Calvin Ridley. I think this game is going to, and it, and it's tough to say the way that the season's been going. I don't think a team's going to come out and win this. I think you're going to see a, a mistake at the end of the game. I, I hate I hate the saying of uh, this team lost the game and and th- instead of the other team winning the game, even though that's like you know what I mean like that's the dumbest thing in the world. But I do think whoever loses this game, which I I'm, I'm picking the Cowboys, it, I, or I'm picking the Falcons to win, but I think the Cowboys are going to lose. I think that whoever loses is gonna it's going to be their fault. Like they're going to make a mistake, probably like a crucial turnover in the last few minutes. I think that's how this game's going to end. Or maybe even like a missed kick. I don't know. I just feel like a, a, a <laughs> something that went wrong for whoever loses this game is it's going to be their fault. I'm I'm taking Dallas actually, um, but only because I think that I mean they played a tough game against Tennessee. They beat the Eagles. I think that I mean the Falcons lost to the Browns. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna give the Dallas that little bit of. Steam that they got going, and yeah. I'm going to give them credit for it and, and pick them to I, to win this week. I probably should, but again, I can't do it. Reggie's a fan of the Cowboys. It actually has a, it does factor into my pick for some reason. I just can't see that. I don't want to see him happy. I, he's a good friend of mine, but I can't pick the Cowboys. It just I, I can't do it. Uh, moving on, the Cincinnati Bengals minus AJ Green, which they haven't officially ruled him out for this game, which is kind of kind of creeping me out. I think it's a game right now. I, I mean, other than I mean, they said AJ Green was going to be out for two to three weeks, um, but they haven't officially ruled him out. I think it's just coaching coaching maneuvers. They think they're it's like a tactic or something. But they're taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Um, again, I had super high hopes for the Ravens, and this is another one of those games that's going to be like the Cowboys and Falcons, where I think they both both of these teams are middle of the pack teams that have the potential to to do well but neither of them are really grabbing the reins and doing well uh this is tough for me to pick i i gotta hear what i gotta hear your thoughts on this before i make my pick um look i one of my bold predictions for this season was that lamar jackson would be starting Mm. at some point we're getting close now lamar was out of practice um earlier this week um and and joe flacco is out with injury i'm pretty sure so if lamar is starting i i think that the ravens are gonna win you think that gives them a boost in their first game spark okay i think and i also think that since there's barely any tape on him the Bengals just won't be able to keep up um he'll have that kind of like Fresh, fresh, fresh eggs. look to kind of throw teams off. Yeah, we haven't seen um, a lot of him actually throwing the ball. It seems like they come in and, the, and they do these like weird little gadget plays where he comes in, lines up at quarterback, and just runs into the back of the offensive line. Uh, yeah, I, I do want to see the man actually throw the ball for once. So I, I would be excited for that to happen. I though, to be fair to the Bengals, they they have six or uh, five wins this season, and the. The Ravens only have four. The both of them have had some pretty disappointing losses. Yeah. Um, without AJ Green, um, 
and with Hugh Jackson as their uh, assistant head coach. Um, I don't think that the Bengals win this game. I think that the Ravens do. Okay. All right. I, I now see, and I'm not not just doing this to be contrarian, but your talk about Lamar Jackson, I'm not, I'm not as high on him as most, and I think if he. Or at, at worst case scenario, uh, Robert Griffin the third wind up quarterback quarterbacking for this weekend if Flacco's out. Uh, that whole mystery. I don't know if in his first game they're going to be able to take down a Bengals team that has looked good at times this season. I think I think they could take advantage of that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna skew a little closer to the Bengals and pick the Bengals this week. Uh, but yeah, I mean, depending on what happens, if Flacco's out, I would be curious to see who winds up at quarterback. If Lamar Jackson's playing, I'm going to tune in because I do. I I've been wanting to see him all season long actually play quarterback instead of these stupid little plays that they're. He's seen the field this season, so it's not foreign to him. But in, the plays that he comes in are are they're so predictable and I don't know. It's weird. Right, you know he's going to do something if he's in. Yeah, yeah, and most of the time it's not a pass; it's some weird run that that just doesn't really work. Um, but yeah, I'm picking Bengals. You pick the Ravens. So we'll move on. It's the Houston Texans taking on the Washington Redskins in Washington. Uh, and not, not this, not, not Washington state, Washington DC. I know it's a, it's a confusing thing, but, uh, who do you got in this one? I took the Texans. Okay. Um, they're on a six game win streak. They're looking really good. Um, they got Demarius Thomas on their team now. Um, I mean, the Redskins have been looking really good also lately. Yeah. Um, I just, I think this the Texans are just a bit more talented, um, and I gave them the edge in this. I agree. I like. I they do obviously they have more talent. Their offense is the Redskins' offense has. I don't know. They they don't really have playmakers. I Jamison Crowder's like disintegrated. I think he's gone. Um, they got a couple rookies that are popping up. A, a couple like practice squad scrublets are getting some playing time. But whatever <laughs> happened to Chris Thompson, they, there was a play a few weeks ago where he shouldn't have even been in. They were losing. And the play that he got hurt on, he shouldn't even been in the game. It, they were going for a two-point conversion when the game was so far out of reach. And he got hurt on that play. And it's cost him like six weeks, five weeks. It's insane to me how they would put somebody who he's, he's been not he's been pretty injury prone. He's not We're not talking Jordan Reed injury prone. But he's becoming the new Jordan Reed where he, he got hurt on a, such a stupid play. And in PPR, and in, and anybody had him in fantasy, when he's healthy, he's a, he's a rock-solid running back. But they haven't had him all season long, and it's just been AP just kind of plotting. Um, right. I do think the Redskins' defense is fantastic. I think they're actually going to do quite a bit in this game. I do not think they're going to win. Um, I, I'm starting the Redskins. I'm saying – I say that because I'm starting the Redskins' defense in fantasy football. But – I do think they do have a really good defense, and especially bringing in HaHa Clinton Dix, who Packers just gave away for you know bag of turds. Uh, I think they look a lot better on defense, and, and it, you will see a more grinded out kind of game. But I think in the last few seconds, you'll see uh, the Texans drive down, put up put up a touchdown, and, and seal the game. I mean, the Redskins right now are leading the NFC East, and I think that they probably keep the NFC East. Yeah, with the uh, way that's going. Lost to the Texans here. Yeah, with the way that 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 whole that whole division is kind of the fact that the Redskins are up three games uh, over five hundred is is mind boggling to me because they really haven't popped. They haven't really looked great. They just had they've just been winning games somehow. I think I think because of their defense, they just scored a decent amount of points and their defense has been sealing it. So, 
Well, dude, the the rest of their season is actually kind of crazy. They have the Cowboys, which is a winnable game. They have the Eagles twice. Yeah. Which at this point seem to be winnable games. The Giants, Jacksonville, and Tennessee. So it's not. I mean, they they certainly have the ability to sweep. Yeah. If not win five of those seven games so they could be a 10 11 team win yeah. game uh, season which even is if, crazy yeah even if they win four out of six which is very a very realistic possibility four out of six and that that's to me that's playoffs in the in the nfc i think that's that's pretty much at the very least a wild card slot so um but anyway yeah as we as we talk about the redskins some more I, we both picked them to lose but uh, that's that's because I mean we we both had high hopes for the Texans and they are they do look like they're finally coming into form with Demarius Thomas so um, so the we, the Texans I think will win Redskins outlook looks pretty good still either way um, however this next game outlooks for both of these teams not so good the the Oakland Raiders are taking on the Arizona Cardinals that is going to be some kind of game I I don't yeah. know yeah <laughs> oh my gosh uh, I I will the, say the both Cardinals of these teams are. I, th- bad. I think they're headed in different directions, though. Uh, I think the Cardinals, now that they got rid of uh, uh, Mike McCoy, offense coordinator Byron Lefwich has taken over, and he has been very adamant about getting back to uh, the Bruce Arian style of offense where it's basically just run and gun, dish the ball, and when in doubt, give it to David Johnson and let him do his thing because he is a top five, maybe even top three running back in this league when given the opportunity. Um, unfortunately, he's on a very bad football team. And unfortunately for Larry Fitzgerald, this may be his last season on a, on a really bad football team. So uh, I do think their offense, though, is on the up. And I do think they take the cake pretty easily here in Arizona against the Raiders, who are they do look like a dumpster fire. It's, it's so bad. They're it, awful. The Raiders might be the only team in the NFL that are worse than the Jets. I would agree with that. Um, I think the Jets and maybe the Car- Maybe the Cardinals, but... Um, I actually picked the Cardinals as well for this for this uh, week uh, for a lot of the same reasons that you you just pointed out. I just the Raiders are like you thought that with Gruden coming in that they would have at least maintained some semblance of success, but no, they are in full teardown rebuild mode. He is tanking so hard, well, and he's really going to be rebuilding this team in his image i mean he's gonna chip kelly it at least well when you got that many draft picks uh in the first round tanking is not necessarily the worst strategy you could do um but yeah they're, they just look so bad they don't they don't look like they want to win a game the rest of the season and honestly i wouldn't be shocked if they don't so they're just gonna tank it out and maybe the last game when they lock in that number one pick they'll give you their best game of the season and still lose by 25 uh, and also probably card the Cardinals' last win of the season. Uh, who they got coming up? What are they looking like? They got the Chargers, the Packers, Ooh. the Lions, the Falcons, the Rams, and the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. That's a good. I mean, and I mean they might be able to steal one of them, but I mean honestly, probably against the Packers if they if the way the way we've been playing lately. But, um, but yeah, I mean it's not like the the Arizona Cardinals are are eager to get wins either they know their season's pretty much over at this point um and they're just kind of trying to train uh josh rosen to kind of get it get it in order and get everything ready to go kind of like sam darnold i mean he's just going to get rolled out and they want to try some new things maybe give him some new looks and uh just get some experience under their belt so he can come back next season and be a competent quarterback so 
Uh, that is exciting. Hopefully, I mean, I, I I like the Cardinals team. That's what that's what makes me sad is I like their team. It's just they just couldn't they just couldn't bring it together this season. They should have won the Super Bowl with Kurt Warner, but yeah, you know they had that stolen from them. So yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I I mean Josh Rosen, like I rated him down towards the bottom with Josh Allen in terms of this quarterback class, but. Yeah. I mean, he really hasn't had much of a chance on that team either. Yeah, that's true. I think I think he's doing a lot. He's going to do a lot better. He he looked pretty decent last week, and the offense actually kind of put some sort of semblance of a team together, even though they did lose. But it was a pretty decent game they wanted to play. In. Uh, let's see, Denver Broncos taking on the San Diego Char. Oh, not San Diego. Jesus, I, what are we in week fifty-two? And I'm still doing this. <laughs> uh, anyway. Los Angeles Chargers. They really should not have moved that football team, honestly. I, I, L.A. doesn't even want them there, especially when the Rams are crushing it so hard. LA Isn't doesn't, that crazy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They don't need the Chargers, and they don't. I don't think they want the Chargers. They are the Clippers of L.A., and, and they, they asked for it. So, anyway, the Denver Broncos taking on the Chargers. Uh, who do you have in this one? I picked the Chargers. Okay. Um, the Broncos have been doing all right. But their only wins are against the Cardinals, the Raiders, and the Seahawks. Uh, whereas the Chargers have been quietly successful this year. They've got, what do they got, seven wins so far? So, I mean, they are definitely going to hold on to... All right, hold on. My... <laughs> Odie, come on, Doug. What is going on? This come on, dog Doug. is wild. Uh, no, but I told I mean, look, I picked the Chargers as well in this one, so... Chargers over the Broncos. I don't think that's really a hard one to pick, especially when it's in L.A. What is going on? Um, hello, hello. I mean, they, they've. Uh, <laughs> I love how you just come back in stride like it was no big deal. You just, <laughs> yeah, I just kicked my dog. No, okay. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. The Chargers in this one, especially in L.A., I mean, taking on the Broncos, who haven't looked spectacular by any means. Uh, yeah, I, I got the Chargers in this one, too. I mean, the Chargers have more wins than the Texans, the Steelers, the Bears, the Panthers, the Vikings. They I mean they have like the fifth or sixth best record in the NFL and they've been real quiet, but you know, maybe this is Philip Rivers' year. I, I wouldn't be so mad if it was like Chiefs Chargers in the AFC Championship. I like to go the Chargers, lose yeah. to the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I, you know what? We're actually speaking of that. We, I mean, we can probably just bust right through this one. Our Monday night football game this week, uh, which we will get to in a couple games here, is a, a potential, possibly and probably, uh, the Super Bowl matchup. But we'll get to that in a second. Uh, it, I guess if unless this team has something to say about it, it is the defending Super Bowl champion uh, Philadelphia Eagles taking on the New Orleans Saints, who to me. There's a big three in the NFL, and it's the New Orleans Saints, who may even be the best team of all, uh, taking on uh, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles this week in New Orleans. I'm not even going to waste too much time on this. The Saints look like freaking world beaters out there right now. Uh, I'm picking the Saints all day against the Eagles. It's not even close. They do. I, I did the same. I mean, the Eagles have had a pedestrian year coming off the Super Bowl victory, and the Saints are just... They're on a whole different level. I mean, they beat the Rams, who were looking pretty unbeatable up until a few weeks ago. And, 
I mean, they're probably going to power here through the rest of the season. Falcons, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Panthers, Steelers. The Steelers game will probably be pretty good, but I mean, these guys are probably going to end up with like 13 wins or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's and it, they have to fend off the uh, the L.A. Rams. They have to win more games and to get the home home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So they will be kind of playing it back and forth uh, later into the season. Whereas on the other side, the Chiefs can probably they might be able to pack it up here pretty soon and just kind of start resting players. So if you actually have fantasy players from that team, there's a legit possibility that in the week 16 champion game, championship game, Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill, maybe even Mahomes is sitting and those are those are players that may have even gotten you to the championship. So that that's something to be aware of down the line obviously, uh depending on how that race shakes out. Uh, moving on, the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Chicago Bears uh, divisional NFC North matchup. I I, ugh, I don't like either of these teams, to be honest with you. But I do like Dalvin Cook being back. Um, I, was a, <laughs> I was a big fan of Dalvin Cook all season long. He sat on my fantasy football team, and I luckily wound up dumping him off to Vince for A.J. Green uh, right in the prime of his injury. But he's now back, and he, he busted off like a 70-yard run the week before, uh, well, the last game they played before their bye week, and uh, and he had a bye week to rest after that long run. I, I'm excited to see some Dalvin Cook in this one. Am I going to pick the Vikings, though? I think I am. I think I might actually pick them, yeah, against the Chicago Bears. I am going to pick the Bears, actually. This is probably, uh, like, this game might – be just as good as the Chiefs Rams game. Oh, I, you watch your mouth, young man. <laughs> both of these teams are doing really well. They're both scrapping and fighting for you know the top of that division as well as the wild card spot. I mean, we talked about it in the beginning of the season that like this NFC North could send potentially three teams to the playoffs. Um but I'm going to take the Bears. I think that their defense is, um, I mean, they've got they've I mean they've they've got the pass rush that can rattle Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, their offense has been really really good. They've been kind of going back and forth between Tariq and Jordan uh, Howard and um, also um, Taylor Gabriel. Uh, you know. They, they, they're doing a very Patriots, Patriots-esque offensive game plan where they kind of uh. change the packages that they focus on each week. And so I think that the, the, the Bears will probably come out, well, might come out with this win. I am I'm appalled and disgusted after everything you said, especially at, at being a Packers <laughs> fan. First off, this game being on the same level as the Chiefs and Rams, I, I want to puke. Second off, calling the Bears – Anywhere in the sentence of, of the New England Patriots also makes me want to puke. You may be right, but I still it just makes me sick. I I, I don't like hearing any of that. Uh, and and you're right, being in Chicago, I think there is a legitimate chance that they can win this game. I'm just gonna pick the Vikings because I think right now, I was high on the Vikings early on in the season, and I think they're going to be a, a threat in the playoffs. It's coming together for them right at the right time, and I think this is when they kind of put the the pedal to the metal, and um. And, and take control. I think that I don't think the Bears are as good. They're kind of in that Cowboys territory to me, and it's probably because I don't like the Bears either. Maybe this is just in my head, but I do think that they're. I don't know. There's something about them. I, they obviously their defense is incredible, 
But I just don't trust them on offense, even though that they have been lighting it up. And I also want to make a note of one thing. In our fantasy football league, Nikki, if you're listening, my dude, you dropped Allen Robinson. First off, why? Second off, you had Keelan Cole on your bench, and he's still on your team, and you dropped Allen Robinson for somebody. And then, and then the best, the best team in the league, Nick, Nick picks him up, starts him last week, and the dude goes off for like 150 and like two touchdowns. I wanted to puke. It made me sick. Um, that being said, I, I'm picking the Vikings. You're picking the Bears, and uh, I hope Allen Robinson doesn't torment us the entire rest of the fantasy football season. Making me made me sick, man. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the Monday night game that was supposed to be played in Mexico and is now not being played in Mexico because their field is trashed. Uh, it's going to be played in L.A. because uh, it technically was a home game for the L.A. Rams anyway. So the Kansas City Chiefs are taking on the L.A. Rams in a very much potential Super Bowl matchup. Uh, this It's either going to be these two teams or replace the Rams with the Saints, I think. It's, and that's and honestly, that's about it. That's all that's left. Barring some sort of like miracle run from like Eli Manning and as a sixth seed. But I don't think we're going to get that this year. Uh, this game, on paper, should be amazing. And and I'm hoping that it's amazing. I'm actually planning on staying up and watching the entirety of this game, uh, which I don't normally do for people who don't know. I, don't, I have a bedtime, usually right around 10 o'clock. I wake up in the next morning around 4. I barely get six hours of sleep. I'm sacrificing it for this game if it's good because I, I am excited to see the, both of these offenses just attack each other all, all game long. Um, and I have yet to make a pick. So I'm going to let you talk about what you think is going to happen, and then I'm going to come back with my pick. I'm taking the Chiefs. Um, I, I just, dude, Mahomes and Kareem and Tyreek, they're just... Travis Kelsey. They, I mean, dude, they are wrecking. Yeah. Um, honestly, and here's a bold claim, I think that they're going to finish the game up two scores on the Rams. In L.A., Okay. Well, they did, just, they did just lose Cooper Cup, which I, it might not seem like a lot, but they had a trio and they were running three wide receiver sets all season long. When those three were on the on the on the field at the same time, their offense unbelievable. Because how do you account for all three of those talented wide receivers and try to stop Todd Gurley? There was no way. Now there's one less cog. I mean, Josh Josh Reynolds is going to try to step up and fill that void, but but in his in Cooper Cup's absence earlier in the season, hasn't really played a huge role. It does take a considerable amount because they don't have a tight end threat. Like the no. the, the Chiefs have uh, Travis Kelsey. That's that's something. That's definitely something. With uh, paired with Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins when he's not you know perpetually injured, uh, Sammy Watkins is on the field too. That provides a decent amount of, of threat all across the board. Um, it, but losing Cooper Cup uh, across the middle of the field and everything like that, and even on some deep shots. Is gonna. I think it's gonna affect them, and I'm. I think I'm with you on this one. I think the Chiefs are gonna. They're gonna kick the Rams while they're down right now, uh, especially after after losing to the Saints. Uh, was it la- last week or the week before? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And yeah. the Rams barely beat the Seahawks. Yeah, it's getting a little so shaky. I, I just. Yeah, dude. I, I think the Chiefs are just. They got the firepower. The only. The only factor that really comes into play is you know does the rams uh super stack defense show up and somehow manage to to hold the chiefs back but i i don't think anybody's been able to keep them from 
just going off this season. Yeah, you know what's weird is the Rams do have a super stacked defense. However, they're not scary to anybody anymore. They they're at early in the season, it seemed like it, but but they're they've been very vulnerable all season long, or at least more recently. They're not they're not the defense that we thought they were, but they do have a lot of good stud players that a lot of teams would give up a lot for. But for some reason, it's just not it's not as cohesive as it was early on, and I, I, playing against the Chiefs isn't going to make them figure it out anytime sooner. So, the Chiefs haven't scored less than twenty six points in any game this season. Is that good? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I would I would be very oh happy with God. that. Yeah, so I I think we're both going to take the Chiefs on this one, but I think across the board, uh, from the Chunkers in general, it's going to be we're probably going to be pretty divided on this one. But you and I are in the consensus of. The Chiefs, I think they're going to take advantage of it here for sure. So, uh, And then we have the Thursday night game, which may have already happened by the time you listen to this because we are, we are recording this on a Thursday. So let's just get right into that one. Uh, as a Green Bay Packers fan in a must-win game uh, against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle, I'm going to pick the Green Bay Packers. Are you shocked? Uh, no, I actually <laughs> took the Packers as well. Okay. Um, I the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks have been competitive all season. I just think that the Packers. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I think that in I think that the Green Bay Packers are just a bit more talented, um, and the Seahawks just they haven't really. I mean, they don't. Have, I, I just I've not been impressed with the Seahawks. Well, the, to the be Packers fair. are just always lethal yeah the seahawks don't really have much as far and which baffles me because you have russell wilson and they they really don't give him much and they really haven't in in recent years to to do anything with i mean they have chris carson who has been perpetually hurt as well um and i, I guess he's actually going to start for them so when, when he does play they are a better football team he's a he is their, by far their best running back however they're not very good at I don't know. They they have three running backs. The it's it's uh, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, who's been who has come on last week, and Mike Davis, who has been around for a few years. But when he steps in, it seems like all three of them are capable of of carrying that backfield. But aside from those running backs, Doug Baldwin is not Doug Baldwin that we that we know and remember. Uh, no, he, and neither is Tyler Lockett. Uh, yeah, well, Tyler Lockett's been the only, I mean, only receiving threat I think that anybody even cares about anyway. But again, he's not really popping off for hundreds of yards, or at the very least in the red zone. If they make it to the red zone, he might catch a touchdown. But their their offense has been so sad. But I say that because they're they're going to run the ball probably forty times. Man, I I think I honestly think they're going to be rushing it quite a bit, and I don't think the Packers do a lot to stop that. Um, so if they're going to gain any yards and do any, have any success, I do think it'll be on the ground, but I am going to pick the green Bay Packers. Cause I'm not going to pick against Aaron Rodgers a in prime time and B in a, in a must win game with that, that tie. And these, these last couple weeks, we played two really tough teams, uh, with the Rams and the Patriots. I, I just think it's time to get, well, I mean, last week we played the dolphins, but that, that's, that was a nice little relief. I think, I think we need to get this win. If we don't get this win, it's going to be. I don't know. It's going to be – I think it's – not over, but we're just shooting ourselves in the foot at that point. So I think we pulled it, pull away and take this one in Seattle. We always play We always play hard against Seattle, especially after that freaking replacement ref game. We, we hate Seattle. I think you guys probably um, have an easier schedule than the Seahawks 
on the the end of this season as well. Um, you guys got the Vikings um, and the Bears, but other than that, the, the other teams you play are the the Cardinals, the Falcons, yeah. the Jets, and the Lions. Whereas Ooh. the Seahawks, they play the Panthers, the 49ers twice, Kansas City, and the Vikings. Oh, I didn't know we the played. Only... The, I didn't know we played the Jets. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that uh, no. uh, week sixteen. Um, you going to that game? I think I'll be around for that week. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, look, I actually wanted to bring this up. Um, the Jets game was so enraging to me um, that I went out and purchased the remaining Madden games that I was missing from my local video game store. Yes, and I, I will be playing. From 1993 through 2019, uh, each Jets season to see if I can do better than them, uh, than how they did in real life. And I honestly don't think it's going to be that hard. Yeah. Um, so uh, those of you chunkers that literally have nothing better to do than to watch me play Madden, uh, 25 years worth of Madden, um, keep an eye on, on our you know, social media. We'll be posting a little bit more details about that as we go forward. For sure. I saw that stack of games that you sent in the group chat, and I was like, this man is a savage. I was like, I mean, you have to be spanning that that many years, and I think progressively, I think it'll be pretty fun to watch the, the every year's slight bump in graphics and, like, maybe player names and, like, just gameplay. Uh, it, it would be pretty cool to watch that and follow that. So, yeah, on our social medias, uh, on our Facebook, on our Twitter – Instagram, you can check it all out. It's at the Chunk Pod. If you want to like us, feel free. Definitely, definitely like us. You can stay involved. I think on Facebook, I've been streaming. I finally got our my streaming setup back up and running in our new place, and uh, we're streaming back to Facebook. Or at least I am. Uh, I know we're, we definitely are still streaming. Lynch is streaming on Twitch. Uh, Nikki still streams on Twitch. You're a Twitcher yourself, but I do want to get a little more involved on Facebook as well with their uh, Level Up program. So that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't see why we couldn't figure out a way to be able to stream on both. So yeah, for we'll sure. have to work that out. Uh, and we will work out a schedule, I promise, uh, for weekly, at least ahead of time. Maybe not a, a set schedule every single week because our lives uh, do change on a week-to-week basis. But I think a week ahead of time, we can kind of plan out at least uh, a few <laughs> sessions where we're going to jump in. I've been playing Red Dead. Oh, my God. It's insane, dude. I, I I don't know if you saw the stream yesterday. I was on Facebook yesterday playing for about a couple hours. So many random I, things you can do. I, I was accidentally I, what's that? I glimpsed it. I glimpsed it a little bit. I just I've seen nothing but great things about it. So I'm excited to play. Yeah, dude. You should watch the beginning of that stream on our Facebook page because while I started playing right and I and I finally got the setup and I was like, here we go. Let's do this. It's gonna be awesome. I jump on my horse, and the first thing I do is a cartwheel, like off a mountain with my horse. And I was like, "This is not <laughs> what I wanted to do," because it, it is. It's some. It's not. I won't say it's hard to control your horse, but I always want to. When I want to move, I want to move. You know what I mean? I want to go. And if you if you kick it, you you kick it into high gear on your horse. It's not like you're gonna stop right away, and uh, you can run into rocks, trees. I did it all in the first five minutes. It was pretty embarrassing, but. What I'm, I think I'm most excited for about that game is they don't they aren't they going to do something similar to GTA Five where you can do heists with your bros? I think they are. They, they're they're there's a multiplayer. I haven't actually read into it, but they are planning to do a multi multiplayer. And if I can get in, if we can get together and do like a chunk just in Red Dead like a world, oh my god, it, the tomfoolery we could do, it, it's going to be insane. Uh- 
And Black Friday is coming up, so I'm, I'm going to be purchasing Madden 19. So we really should uh, get back, um, bring back the chunk quarterback league like we had last year. Oh, my gosh. Because um, that was hilarious. You're right. I, I I haven't checked a lot of the Black Friday deals, but I know what I've been – what I've been looking at the most is movies. I, I've been I, I hit a point in a year. I have a pretty massive movie collection for people who don't know. I'm up to pretty close to six hundred physical <laughs> copies of movies. It's a wall of movies, DVDs, Blu-rays, whatever I can get. Um, mostly thrifted or eBayed at the very last second I like to snipe. But anyway, I, I hit a point in the year where I think the last movie I bought was Black Panther. Um and then I'm just like, I'll wait for Black Friday. And because because I, I do have most of the like ninety nine point nine percent of the movies that I ever wanted, I already have, and very rarely will I see something at like a thrift store that I'm like, man, I I I don't have this. I want to get it. So most basically, what all I have left is these new movies that are coming out. I still haven't bought Infinity War. There's uh, Justice League I don't own yet. Um, no man, I know. I, I don't want to keep paying twenty twenty two twenty five dollars for brand new Blu rays. That's but I hit a point in the year where I'm just like, okay, Black Friday's coming up. Just stop. Stop everything you're doing. Black Friday's coming. And now every I'm gonna get all these movies for like six bucks each. And I'm gonna be super thrilled about it. I'm getting Infinity War for six ninety nine. I think at at Best Buy there's a pretty sweet deal for it. So Save your pennies. Yes. I'm uh myself I'm looking forward to getting the Ant Man and Wasp uh movie that yes. we never went to go see. Yeah, um I gotta get that one too. And we're going to be, I think, purchasing a ginormous TV, so that'll Ooh. be fun. Dude, dude, that's some great deals. Oh, my gosh. If, if you're a gamer or just somebody who likes movies in general, you check the freaking Black Fridays. I know that Best Buy and even Target has great deals on TVs, too. For, like, under 200 bucks, like 150 you're talking, like, 42-inch 40, 4K TVs. I mean, it's going to be pretty sweet. So we're kind of looking for an upgrade out in the living room as well, so... Um, I'm, I'm definitely excited to be to be out and about on Black Friday. I know a lot of people don't like doing the Black Friday run, but for movies, oh my gosh, it's the best. Uh, but anyway, I think we'll be back. At, well, next week's Thanksgiving. What do we? What's our plan for next week? I think we might be able to squeeze um, something out for that. But I and I do know that we have set a date for our Get to Know the Chunkers podcast, and we actually all, well, as many of us I can, can get in in person. We're going to do it live at the studio that I work at, um, a radio station. So we're going to get in the studio uh, in person. It's going to get pretty crazy. I know you're you're kind of shooting from long range, so we'll still be able to bring you in on Discord. Um, so it's going to be exciting, man. I'm, I'm definitely excited for it. Yeah, um, and yeah, I think we'll probably do our football podcast earlier next week probably Tuesday or Wednesday um, just in preparation of the Thanksgiving games and oh yeah um, oh my god you know everybody as you're traveling obviously be safe and uh, we will see you soon yeah we'll catch you later chunkers at the chunk pod on all social medias give us a like give us a follow we'll hit you back and feel free to send us questions at any time I know we had a few we didn't get to today but uh, on, our, on our next podcast for sure we'll absolutely do that and uh, and, and it's the chunkpod.com if you want to see our picks for the week uh, any kind of time we hop, hop on the streaming, either Twitch or on Facebook, you'll get notifications if you follow us on those social media. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll, we'll catch you guys next week.